Welcome back to the morning show right here on Futa Radio 93.1 FM. I am Lucas Obu. And of course, uh, this is Trending Issues, where we talk about trending matters happening across the world, but especially in Nigeria right here. And uh, definitely, you know I'm not alone. I have my able-bodied members of the panel, or no, member of the panel in this case, S.E. Gon, Shego Modula. How are you doing? Uh, greetings. Uh, good to be here. Thank you very much. Are you sure it's good to be here? Well, <laughs> we have to say what we have to say. <laughs> well, no, 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 no problem now. And uh, we were talking about the fact that uh, the governor of Ondo State yesterday mentioned that, um, you know, spoke about this whole uh, herders and not, not calling bandits uh, ter- terrorists and whatnot. And uh, calling bandits terrorists, however, well, no, as, as, we, as we were. And uh, he also mentioned this whole, uh, you know, open grazing uh, sort of thing, saying yeah. that, of course, he, of course, banned that and it was not allowed. Those were the only kind of clashes that we had in uh, Ondo State. Today, um, 22 governors have applied as the federal government begins model ranch funds disbursement next week. That is that, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the senior special assistant to the president on agriculture, that's Andrew, uh, who also coordinates the NLTP, that is Niger National Livestock Transformation Program, uh, disclosed that they would be disbursing funds for model ranches in the next one week. This is something, this is going to be like uh, an, an open land. First, just uh, let people know what's the difference between this uh, ranching and the open grazing. No, the thing is, everybody knows open grazing, so mm-hmm. it's not something that I need to describe. But ranching, um, for those who are yeah, as old as Nigeria, <laughs> if not older, uh, would, of course, have experienced uh, ranching mm-hmm. at some point in time before it became um, history, as is. Though we get the information that, for instance, um, Ekiti State and some other states actually have, you know, ranching facilities that are run by private organizations in mm. collaboration with the states and all that. Mm. Uh, we've always said, for instance, that this issue of cattle rearing or cattle herding or whatever it is you call it is is a private business. Mm. But we have made it a national mm. issue. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it is clear now that it is no longer a private business. It is a federal government business. Mm. Uh, because I can't recall uh, even the NNPC in all its glory mm. um, building filling stations for people and saying, oh, we want to build filling, I mean, modern filling stations. Let every state come. And uh, they, if, if, when NNPC decided to have their filling stations, mm. they decided to have, but private citizens who had the means went ahead to get their filling yes, stations. stations. Yes. Uh, we've not had the federal government come say that, okay, let's just come and collect monies for model poultry. Mm. You get, because, I mean, poultry people, it's, they eat chicken, they eat eggs, and everything that has to revolve around. Mm. Most people, actually, who have the means, go ahead and get their poultry for themselves. Mm-hmm. They set it up for themselves, for themselves. just like uh, those who, who deal in fish, mm. you know, go ahead and set up their ponds themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes, they may actually access loans, 
You get my point. Okay. They they may access loans. They may give them special considerations mm. because they are in the production to encourage them and all that. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. that is understandable. I mean, there are special ag- agricultural based loans, you know, for different sector of agriculture uh, to help people, you know, set up and help people maintain and help people scale up. Mm. You know, there are yes. different uh, businesses. businesses. Now, if that is what this is all about. You get my point. Mm. If this is about, all right, let us go ahead and give you people loans that you are going mm. to pay back. Mm-hmm. That is where assuming that, okay, you people have now agreed that you want to do ranches. Mm-hmm. You get my point. Mm-hmm. And since you want to do, but you are complaining that, oh, I don't have... I don't have uh, uh, the the means or the or the money to do so. Mm. So since I don't have the means or the money to do so, then let us go ahead and let's go ahead and and uh, let's go ahead and and uh, and give you the facilities, give you the the loan, and then you pay us back. Mm. If that is the agreement, agreement, and if it is transparent, mm. you understand. Yes. Then we'll say okay, no problem. You you, you understand. But yes. we need we need to be sure. How exactly the federal government is viewing this situation? Mm. Is it a federal government project, mm. or, or is it supposed to be private businesses? Because mm. I mean, we shouldn't be having this conversation. Mm. We should not. So, uh, cattle is not the only animal that is is uh, catered for in, in agriculture. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Or, or animal husbandry is just one of the many. The things that are dealt with animals, right? There's poultry, there's goats, mm-hmm. there's pig, you know, yes. uh, there's 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 squirrel, you know. <laughs> some people do some people do snail, mm. snailry, mm-hmm. you know. Some people do silkworms, though I'm not sure we have that in Nigeria, you know. But I mean, we have several. Mm. So let anyone who is interested in in rearing cattle, yes, go through. What others go through, mm. what the poultry farmer will go through, mm. what the pig farmer will go through, mm. what the goat herder will go through. Mm. Let them go, mm-hmm. assess loans, yes. set up, you know, you know, let there be standard sets. Yes. Uh, this is how it should be, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, this is how then, if, if you're able to set it up, okay, fine. Mm. And then we, we, we give you the loan and mm. then you pay us back. back. It's simple. So mm. if that is what is happening, yes, good, no problem. Mm. But if this is another, you know, uh, I don't even know how to name it. Be, be, because, uh, of course, uh, this, uh, this, this whole thing came following incessant clashes between farmers and herders. And uh, the federal government in 2018 actually came up with various ranching models, including Ruga. And uh, this, uh, the NLTP to settle nomadic herdsmen who are mostly full and Now... How yeah, 2018 till now we're still having the same conversation. Now, the thing is this: the thing is this. Mm. You see, and this is part of the reasons why I say that we are not really, really serious about um, uh, this restructuring that we are talking about. Mm. You know, some mm. of us just melt it. Like when I mean, some of us, I'm not counting myself as some of the governors, <laughs> but let me just, uh, you know, some of the governors just melt it and just say yes. Um, federalism is the way mm. and all the rest of them if if we have restructured mm. we shouldn't have we won't be having this conversation mm. every state eh, will take care of itself, itself yeah. but now we have the two states now according to this report now yes. I, I know they might come up tomorrow now and start giving us something else but mm. according to this report mm. the states that have written the federal government include Kaduna 
they put Cardinal on the list. Yes, and yes. you know that Elrefire has been talking about restructuring and all yes, the rest of them. Yes. But of course, let's go and collect this loan. Benwe, Taraba, Adamawa, Plateau, Zamfara, Kano. Surprisingly, Ondo is there as well. You get my point. Of course, we are banned open grazing here and in some other places of the southwest and all that. But then, you know, see, sometimes these things are just, um, how do I put it? Um, any way, any means, any means to, 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 you know, dip into the teal. Let's let's do it. Get, let's bring up kick. structures. Let's bring up systems. Let's bring up policies. You know mm. that will enable some some sharing. Mm. We'll keep our fingers crossed. According to this statement, mm. it is next week, Abi. Yes. Uh-huh. It should be if if anybody is aware, we are having arguments about the Paris Club uh, uh, loan and how mm. there had been some bickerings, mm. you know, concerning that issue and all that. Mm. And nobody is asking, ah, uh, when these loans were disposed to the governors, were mm. they not the ones that spent it, mm-hmm. you know, and all the rest of them? And this one, uh, this one now, you know, is uh, is it that the governors are the ones that are going to uh, to be in charge of the ranch? So, okay, that they will now build ranches, then people will now come. Um, I'm be renting space. Mm. You get my point. Mm. There has never been anything that is so clear cut, you know, so detailed for people to actually understand mm. what we are dealing with mm. here. A lot of confusion mm. here. But if there's anyone that understands it, ah, please let us, you know, let us know, <laughs> you know, so that uh, we can actually uh, gain more more knowledge. more knowledge. Yes. Okay. Uh, we have Sake in the studios right here with us. Sake, welcome, sir. How are you, sir? Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, Sake, what we are talking about is the fact that 22 governors have actually applied for this uh, uh, ranch funds uh, from the federal government. That is uh, talking about uh, this. Uh, fed, uh, the federal government is going to begin disbursing uh, funds for model ranching uh, from next week. And uh, you have always been an advocate of the fact that uh, the government should not be involved in businesses as far as businesses are concerned, especially businesses that should be run by private uh, uh, owners. And Essigon uh, has brought up a point saying that there is no clear-cut uh, strategy as to what will be done with these monies once they are disbursed. Will they be, you know, will the government be the ones to the governors rather be the ones to build ranches and then sublet or rent out or uh, are they going to give you know totally to private uh, individuals what do you think about this you see uh, i just like what essigon just told us because in nigeria we put so much coloration to things that are should be plain things that shouldn't have attachment mm. we put political and ethno, uh, ethnic coloration to issues i thank god he mentioned whether we like it or not, there are many alternatives to beefs. The poultry business is a bigger business than the beef business. That is the reality in Nigeria. Hmm. You have eggs there. You have a lot of things. People in the pastry, the bread industry, they depend on them. We, we keep forgetting that there are many, then many aspects of agriculture. It's not this. And when I hear is people say it's farmers herders clash. There's no farmers herders clash. There's no day farmers have clashed with herders. It is herders terrorizing farmers. There's no day we've heard that farmers have raised guns and they are fighting. No. It's the other way around. So it, it, those are the colorations we put to these things. And for me personally, I don't know why this is a, it's a national issue. It shouldn't be. Hmm. Like Essigon rightly said, if you have funds to make 
to, to start ranching. Put these funds, maybe a bank, we have National Agricultural, mm -hmm. NACB Bank or so, mm -hmm. put it in places. And, and, uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's NACB. BOI, Bank of Industry. Yeah, yeah, you know, Bank of Industry. Put it in those places. Let them, they have associations. They have associations. Let them assess it themselves. Let them organize themselves and find... That is the only way that money will be recovered. Mm. But you see, once you disburse it through government, mm. and then it's like this, it's another money down the drain yes. that all of us are going to pay for somebody's business. Mm. And that's why, that's why there's, no, there's no accountability. That's nice. There's no progress. Because... If we do th these things the right way, we should do them. Mm. There should not be... In fact, the only way government should be involved should be that is this part of the country or state or that we are locating for people that are doing ranching. Mm. That should be their own problem. Then the, the next thing is, maybe for Ministry of Health or Agriculture to ensure that they are doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Make sure that those animals are in conditions mm -hmm. they are supposed to be. That is the only thing government should be involved in. Yes. When they are killing the cows, some a vet doctor checking that the, the, the animals are in right condition. They are not infectious animals that can become vectors for yes. people who are consuming. Yes. Those are the government. It's not, it's not government concern how somebody feeds. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. And you see, we have better things to do. Mm. Government's major job is setting up policy, implementing and making sure that those policy comes to existence. That's that's how it should be. Mm. If 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 people that are that are rearing cows intervene or destroy somebody's property, government's responsibility is to stand in between them and make sure that the necessary compensation is given to the farmers. And make sure that whoever is the offender is 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 there's justice. justice. That is government. In, it's not government to be saying grazing root or whatever. Mm. No. Mm. Mm. Nice one. So that nice we won't one. trace grazing root to Asso Rock. The way we are going. <laughs> well, a uh, very very colorful one right there from Sakay. Now moving on to another 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 trending topic. During the 27th Nigerian Economic Summit in Abuja on Monday, uh, the Minister of Finance, Zainab Ahmed, uh, said that the federal government will only pay petrol subsidy in the first six months of uh, 2022, that is, up on till June. And this is uh, coming, actually, right after the former... Uh, uh, the, the former governor of uh, the central bank, that is uh, Lamido Sanusi, uh, said, saying that uh, you know, oil prices were inflated, uh, of course, during uh, Jonathan's time and Buhari's time, and that subsidies were the cause. Esigon, what do you? Th he said this at on this, at the same summit. What do you think about these two? These two, you know. Well, the thing practices? is, um, anyone that has been following Sanusi ever since he was the CBN governor. Uh, he has been dishing out uh, statistics, figures. you know, figures and all that. And uh, he's someone that seems to love to say it as it is. Mm. And I guess that's part of why he had issues at CBN and then he was removed and then he became the emir. And, of course, he had issues with the governor as well. And a lot of issues happened. And he's a private citizen now. Well, hopefully now... He can, he can talk, he can and, be talk and be free to talk and not allow anybody dampen because who is not going to remove him from talking? Mm -hmm. 
he gets. Some of the issues that he raised are issues that uh, should not be surprising mm. in the sense that He's an insider. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He he was a CBN governor, so mm. he knows some of these things. Mm. You know, he gets some of these things passed through his table. Some of these things he may have, have had to be a part of, mm. you know, and all that. So mm. when he speaks, of course, uh, we should listen. Yeah. Uh, then another thing is uh, so far so good. He's still has some measure of credibility in the sense that we've not had anything tending towards politics. Let's say, for instance, that uh, we start hearing anything tending towards politics with him, then, mm-hmm. you know, it, the, the normal Nigerian team be like, oh, <laughs> well, you are, you are just talking now mm-hmm. because uh, you mm-hmm. get my point. Mm-hmm. But if we look at his history to his antecedents, he has always, you know, said things as they are. The issue of inflation, the time of Jonathan, we had, if there were some, it was obvious, it was clear. In fact, we had bogus. Um, oil importers, I mean importers at that point in time, people that claimed that they imported oil mm. and never did. No, they imported but they never got it. Yeah, that's the thing now. <laughs> that, like, they never did. You know, so we we actually had, you know, such uh, uh, such situations. So it, it's not something that is strange to us. Mm. But the surprising thing is that <clears throat> if it happened in the time of Jonathan, it is understandable. There were a lot of loopholes then mm-hmm. and all the rest of them. I mean, it was a free-for-all mm-hmm. and everything and in between. Now, But to now find out that that same thing, because part of what this particular administration wrote upon was seriously castigating and seriously... It shouldn't be unsourced. You know, seriously um, doing everything they could through their many various ways mm. to render uh, the former uh, administration's era mm. as clueless and all the rest of them. And don't forget that even in time, in the early stages of this administration, mm-hmm. anything that happened, previous government, mm-hmm. anything that happened, previous government, mm-hmm. I mean, the blame game was massive. You get my point. So now, to now massively blame game, a previous administration, and then your own administration is still doing this the same, exact not, same thing, not if not worse. Abba, you get my point. Mm. Under your watch, mm. Abba. Mm. So what are we now saying? Mm. You get. Mm. What are we now saying? And then, the, a lot of us had rejoiced that this uh, petroleum bill, uh, PI, that is uh, petroleum PI now. Is a law, you know, that the implementation should bring some form of sanity, mm. you know, to the oil sector. And we are hearing that it is 2022 that they will begin full implementation. Mm. Mm. Don't forget the magic numbers mm. 2023. 2023 is there. Gas is 8,002. <laughs> it, as at now. Hmm. Incremental progress of the highest order. It's progress now. You know, and 
but a lot of people are still coming down mm. maybe because they can still find firewood and you know find charcoal mm. or find other means you so know dust. to cook their food and mm. all the rest of them you know reminiscent, reminiscent of the abacha era you know i mean and this but from, but, from but but, but we have <laughs> actually <laughs> lifted people out of poverty now but I, i'm 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 thinking i'm analyzing that they know that this particular field situation mm. if there is if there are cues you get my point if there are cues because of you know that can spark up more than answers answers mm. has actually the answers protest has actually shown them what can happen mm. it has revealed to them the underlying anger of mm. the people mm. beyond the young people mm. beyond the issue of police brutality mm-hmm. but the underlying anger of the masses because a lot of people bought in a lot yes. of older people but bought, in, bought in but they just kept quiet they didn't come out you know but they bought in because a lot of people were tired i was on the streets you know i interviewed a lot of people i needed to see it was as if you know they just wanted something different immediately. Mm. So what has that capacity, that propensity, you know, to light up the populace fast and massively will be the fuel pump price. Mm. And I'm sure all this joking they are doing, this juggling they are doing is to ensure that they try as much as possible to maintain the status quo, mm. t- you know, leading up to 2023. Mm. You know, so that they will still have a chance. Mm. <laughs> My own is just that our people, our people, mm. our people, our people, our people, our people. She not like this. We go to go. Okay, so okay. You see, I so just take. want to add a little thing to what Essigon mm. said. Okay, it's unfortunate that after the propaganda that subsidy will be scrapped by this. Uh, present government, mm. it has not been scrapped. It continued. We were told that new refinery will be built. That's one of the promises of this administration. And the old one refurbished. The two have not been done. Now they came out again that they will try to convert our cars. So I'll be using gas. This over one year now. Ah. Perhaps I see Gon's car being converted. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, was, it was converted now, in the dream. Uh, <laughs> and then the gas that we're falling on mm. has now doubled. In price. In price. Is that doubled? That's not doubled. That's not even doubled. It used to be three something now. That's, That's not 200% doubled. Over uh, 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 doubled. Now, yeah. electricity, tariff, up. <laughs> Everything. Mm. You see? And then government is paying 33 to 50 percent school fees increasing clothes psh, full mm. stuff psh. Mm. this call for and you see you look at the budget you see the president the presidential budget and you see increase so that they too know that inflation has eaten deep to our economy that's not the issue all the solution you are proffered, none of them has been implemented. If, for example, electricity has been consistent and cheaper, we will have reduction in use of gas. Some people could do with electric stove. Hmm. 
people could. You see, when you provide a stable source, you want it will help bring down the price of others. So, like I said, God rightly said, the only thing remaining is that fuel. They are doing touch not my anointed for that fuel. Mm. And they are just holding on to 2023 so that whoever inherits will inherit the katakata after it. Mm. They are just managing. That's what they are just, it's like you are holding on to a boss pipe so that it won't cause, you know, it won't cause a, a tsunami. So you are putting on the rags, just trying to fix the thing, just plug it for a while so that you can go for safety then. Mm. That's what is going on. Wow, this this is this is very very deep right here, and uh, it, it's it's crazy because uh, that's that dates that like like you said the magic numbers twenty twenty three definitely. And uh, okay then, let's move on to some other issues here on uh, uh, on the trending issues for today. Now we're moving on to the north, Katsina. Again, gunmen kill six, abduct several others in Katsina. Now it says that the bandits killed and abducted people, burnt down houses and shops in Ungawar Samanja village and then withdrew without stealing anything. Though they, kid, they abducted several people and killed six. Katsina, of course, as he gone, just in case you need the reminder again, is the president's own state. What do you think about this? Yeah, I, you know, I don't, don't mind me. I wonder why I keep um... <laughs> I, there's this lapse. Yeah, I keep getting you know the Zamfara Katsina. I keep getting confused. So I keep mixing it up. So that's why maybe it's because um, of the state of things in both you know the state of things in both regions. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> just hang on. <laughs> now it's sad that we have people dying. It's really really sad. Mm. It's something that we we hope not to talk about, you know. But um, we are talking about them. Hmm. It's really really painful, hmm. and for me, the fact that some of us are getting used to dealing with numbers—that's my issue. You know, numbers. Ah, hmm. uh, and we're talking about human beings mm. here. You know, we just hear eight people killed, mm. nine people killed, seven people killed, 18 people killed. And look at how they explain this particular incident now. They didn't steal anything. They just came for the killing. Mm. That's terrorism. You hear my point? Mm. I mean, if anybody is confused, Google what terror is. <laughs> or Google what terrorism is. So the fact that we now go ahead and report it as gunmen, which gunmen just go and just kill the people and don't steal? If it were armed robbery, they will know that, yes, it is armed robbery, but armed robbery is different from terrorism. When we talk about bandits, bandits are reminiscent of what, what we call raiding parties. You know, raiding parties... During wars, they just gather themselves together. They raid weak, weak people. They just go for raiding. So that means they go there, they take over whatever it is that they want. It's for acquisition. That's raiding parties. Mm. Bandits. Mm. Banditry. But when we talk about terrorism, it is just to clearly share terror. 
terrorize people. That is it. Create an atmosphere of fear. Mm. Paralyze people with fear. Because fear is is small, but terror. When when you see a, 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 a full-grown man or woman totally helpless and just incoherent, streaking with terror, it is beyond fear. And for anyone who has visited any of the places that have been affected by these acts mm. of evil, mm. then you will know that the, the, the present administration, as much as they say they are trying, they are not trying. Mm. They, we can't call what they are doing trying. Mm. We can't call two over 100 trying. Mm. We can't, we can't call three over 100 trying. We can't call 10 over 100. We can't even call 39 over 100 trying. Hmm. You get my point. So let us face the reality. Let's tell ourselves the truth, the truth. And, and stop all this. These killings have to stop. And this is where I, I, I might want to align with uh, uh, the presidency, that is Skywalker, uh, that says, well, if they, they're able to accept, for instance, that Ah, see, oh, we don't have the means, so, mm-hmm. and that is like Gumi's way is the way. See, I've gone to mention his name now, mm-hmm. which I've never really done, you know. But it is becoming obvious that uh, you, you understand mm-hmm. uh, our strategy is not working. Mm-hmm. Then, and you people are not arresting this man for saying the things he's saying. Mm-hmm. You are allowing him to keep saying it. Mm-hmm. Then, that means you people are listening to him. You are enjoying him. Then, make him. You understand? Yes. Since he knows them too. A lot of us recall the times when Boko Haram was at the height of it at that point in time when we were hearing of uh, the likes of Mama Boko Haram, you know, and people that had, uh, you know, dealings with them and all the rest of them. And now we have uh, this particular cleric doing this duty. If they want to uh, appeal to him to help him, you know, talk to them. But this killing must stop. Must stop. Some way or the other. This killing must stop. Hmm. You understand? It just must stop. It mm. is it is senseless, and it is terrorism. There's no two ways about, about it. it. There's there, there's no that English. Mm. If you like, call them hoodlums, call them whatever. It is te- this mm. is an act of terrorism. Mm. Mm. That is what it is called. Mm. Terrorism. So, okay, do you have a, a different take on this? <laughs> I, I'm just thinking that perhaps if we know the relations of these kidnappers, these terrorists. Maybe if the government can kidnap their own relations too. Do you think so that, that, that me? Oh, no, so that they know how it feels. Then we hold them to ransom too and say, okay, release those people. Mm. Then we release your people. Mm. Because I believe they are human beings. You see, I'm amazed at... I, I have high regard for the military and our intelligence and our security. And I am, I am forced to conclude... That it's either they are ill-equipped, you know, that they don't have enough, not that they don't have mental capacity now. They don't have technological capacity. They don't have enough resources, not monetary now, mm-hmm. to help them. Mm. Because, you see, for me, this is our territory. If they truly are invaders, if they truly or they are part of us, they shouldn't know our lands more than us. By now, we should have, we should have, you know, uh, their modus operandi well detailed, mm. and find a way of trying to, trying to destabilize them, mm. 
But you see, the ease at which this thing is being carried out, I am forced to believe that no bank can declare as much profit that they all, if they should come out in the stock exchange, this bandit or whatever name you choose to call them, no bank currently in Nigeria hmm. will declare as much profit as they are. And they are going scot-free with it in broad daylight. Hmm. It shows that something is wrong somewhere. And you see, if we are not admitting, and that's why sometimes ago we said it, that if we look at what they have, that is much more than what we have. Mm. There are two ways to it. You can call for external aid. There was a time uh, Jonathan called for guerrillas fighters to help. If this is the only way, fine. If it is the gummy way, like, <laughs> fine. But you see, we can't continue like this. Mm. Nigeria has enough problem on Already. the plate. And this is just adding more to that problem. Mm. Allow the presidency to talk. And we are not productive. So if you hear that the Naira is sliding, the truth is that we've not had enough time to be more productive. Mm. The few things we are producing is being destroyed. Now imagine a farmer has harvest, he cannot go there because of fear of being ransomed. There are many jobs I've refused to do this year. Money waiting for me in Kogi. <laughs> Ah, because of the road, I refuse to go. Because I value the money and my life. Mm. And I know that Skywalker don't have the money to pay the ransom for my life. <laughs> 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 so I stayed and drank my Gary J.J. at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's, that's one take right there. We have uh, Skywalker in the building, the presidency, we have been waiting. <laughs> and uh, uh, actually, on this on this matter, it's uh, uh, talking about the time that this bandits got there just at 5.49 p.m. And uh, up till now, the police spokesperson in the state uh, did not respond to calls and SMSs sent to him on the attack. Uh, we're talking about the bandits or terrorist attack in uh, Katsina right there and uh, talking about the fact that that is the president's own state. Skywalker, what do you think about this development? Well, you would think that uh, those bandits have any respect for anybody. They don't. They don't, they don't care who, who, who is president or who is governor. The other day they went to the village of the uh, chief of army staff Farukiaya in Zamfara State went to his village and raided the place. Hmm. They didn't, they didn't, it was not a matter of okay, this is the number one person when it comes to you know the military in, in our country. They went, they to, his, went to his village <laughs> and raided the place. We have seen them also go to Katsina State Katsina Governor's State. home hometown. They went there and raided the place. And that's why you see most of these politicians who especially come from the north, uh, they don't go home. You, you go home to do what? They don't go to their constituency. They don't. They stay in Abuja. And if they have to go to to do any, or maybe the last time that the president's uh, uh, son got married and they all went to Kano, you know, we all saw how the, the, the whole airport was filled with <coughs> private jets. And then, of course, this, the number of security, you know, forces that will be put in place just to ensure that no one comes to kidnap yeah, them or nobody well. comes to attack them. You understand? So that's that's the sense of um, I, I, I despair that you have amongst the people. 
and and for me i am i am with the people more than whatever politics is going on within the government i don't want to know whatever we would need to do whatever we need to do to help these very innocent people because people need to understand that these people that are killed are innocent they know nothing is it a crime to go to the market is it a crime to go and pray because what else do you want the poor man to do that's the only thing he's left with he goes to church to pray about his problems problems that could easily have been solved by the government mm. and then now he even musters the the courage to go to the to to the market where he needs to to you, you saw the way they went to uh sokoto the other day and killed over 30 people in a village i mean in a, in a market helpless people who just went there to to you know to source for 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 some kind of uh, livelihood it's not like government is giving them any palliative you tell them not to open the market what are you providing in in in, in alternative for them to survive on nothing you shut down telecoms you know and that's why you see that the Sokoto state governor is, is saying that, look, go, go, come and reappraise this thing. You know? mm. We don't want it again. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because, again, if we look at it, uh, Sake is saying that, or was it Esigonda was saying that uh, government is not doing anything or what they are doing is not enough. Look, again, if you want to also look at it critically, what else would they do with this kind of shambolic system that we have, with this kind of shambolic that's security architecture that we have. We have told them what to do. They know what to do. Why don't they do it? It's it's not as easy as we also are saying it. Because, again, if you want to uh, scatter the whole thing, you know what comes underneath. You know that you have to also rearrange the political structure. Okay. And that's where the problem is. For them to rearrange, you know, other things that would not affect them. You know it doesn't cost them anything. But as long as whatever rearrangement you're doing would affect their own political standing, especially when it comes, you know, when you look at it from a nationalistic point of view, that's where the problem comes in. Nobody wants to, to be seen as, you know, you're cutting me short or you're, you're taking my own national kick away from me. And that's, that's where politics comes into play at the detriment of the killings, at the detriment of the, the, the lives of the people. You know, in, in, in those very rural areas. We are talking about the fact that food is very expensive. We are not even going to, to talk about the way, you know, gas has, has skyrocketed because uh-huh. that also has to do with some imports that we're doing. We're importing gas. And, of course, anything you import, don't, don't, and it's not like subsidies are being paid on, 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 on gas that are being, you know, imported. We are not producing enough for our, our own consumption in the country, even though we are flaring the thing and we are talking so big about LPMG, uh, uh, liqu- liquefied, uh, uh, natural, uh, natural gas and all those things. So, but at the end of it all, you then find out that who bears the brunt of the, all these. We are. The people. The people are the ones that bear the brunt. The people. And that's why I keep saying it here. Their Nigeria is different from our Nigeria. Bene. And not until they begin, you know, to identify with the problems of the people. It's easy for the president to go to, you know, uh, Saudi Arabia and read his speech. Very lovely speech that had been prepared for him. Very easy to do. But there is a big disconnect between what is happening on the ground and what happens at the Aso Rock. There's a big disconnect. I'm not sure the president understands the biting, you know, poverty that people have to grapple with every single day just to make a living. They may not necessarily understand it. 
doubt. And that's why you find out that they live in their own cocoon and enjoy the benefits that come with their own cocoon. AC is run, fuel is, 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 no, is in their cars, I mean, all on government bill. So how do you then understand, how old, how do they then understand that the Lokoja Abuja Road, for instance, that should be a road that at least senators who are in Kogi State would ply? I'm done one now. They should understand that that road is already failing. How can they And know? those who are probably, <laughs> you know, in, in Ondo State, the Akoko area, would understand that there is no road at all. Once once you get to Kaba, from Kaba down to Ondo State, there is nothing there. There's no road. But how would they understand that? Yeah. When all they do is to take a flight from Abuja to Akure and then link up to, to wherever they are going to. So this disconnect would continue because, again, the system, this status quo, you know, benefits them and their cronies. And that's why, again, it comes down to the kind of people we, we, we put in leadership. If we want to have this conversation, we'll continue to have it for the whole day because, again, it's a rigged system. Again, we talk about people selecting or people electing good people. What if the options are bad? What if they give you, you have to choose between the devil and the, and the deep blue how, how do you How do you choose? Whichever way you choose, you are still doomed. Because we have a very faulty structure that does not include the people, that is not people, you know, inclusive. inclusive. So how do you how how do how do people go out there and choose? What do they choose from? You understand me? So it's it's a bigger problem that I feel that everything, if you look at it, security, economy, everything is just falling apart. Hmm. And for me this morning, I, I just was thinking, you know, aloud. It's becoming clear that the biggest legacy you can give your children in this time and age, is to send them out. Hmm. You have what it takes. You have the means. Honestly, I'm not an advocate of running away from the problem. But when you look at it critically and you look at, if you sit down and you project, project, and you want to project into the future, you want to project into what kind of future do you want to see? It's not like your kids would go out there in, in, on, in the foreign land and then everything would be rosy. It's, that's, that's not it. In those places, you walk... And, you, and again, you make you you, you the, whatever you work. The basic amenities we are dying for. Yeah, as long as you work, as long as and then there's job. I, I'm telling you, someone who is still in school has changed job this year. Has changed job, jobs in the US three times. Hmm. The person is still in school. A Nigerian had had changed between this year. This year had had changed jobs three times. Hmm. And yet we have our own graduates that we pour out on the street every First year. Class, and tracking. yet, go and go and ask around. Doing You'll be shocked. Some of them are riding Okadas. Some of them are, are, are fighting on how to get uh, Kakena Pep to, to, to ride. It's mm. it's horrible situation. Mm. That is very depressing. But what is lifting people out of poverty? <laughs> Hundred million people out of poverty. The truth is, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Well, that's all that we can take on uh, trending issues for today. Do join us again when we bring you another exciting episode on Friday. Definitely. News on the Globe is up next.